the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, today we have Nicole Langman. She is a counselor, a therapist, a rejection specialist, I would say. And she has a book out, You Are Loved. Uh, Wow, sometimes we... We have a hard time believing that, don't we, Nicole? Or you are wanted. I'm sorry. You are wanted. Reclaiming the truth of who you are. You are wanted means you are loved, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. We have experiences in our life, don't we, that cause us to question both of those things. Oh, for sure. You know, so much rejection in this world. And I it, I don't know that any of us escape uh this life without a suffering of some sort or a relational rejection mm-hmm. um but you know all women want to improve their self-esteem their confidence and grow um how do you grow past uh this rejection that you know maybe a divorce maybe a even a death can be a, a form of rejection that doesn't mean the person intended to die but you might feel that way mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a great point, actually. I actually think our society, our culture right now, we are full of um, micro-rejections, and uh, and it can be anything from social media. I mean, we know that our children and our youth are really up against serious rejections throughout social media, uh, through social media in their lives. And I think that the learning rejection resilience is really, really important. And the first step to that, of course, is um, having an offensive strategy, continuing to to remind yourself of the truth of who you are and mm. who God says you are and um, being in the word and building your relationship with the Lord, surrounding yourself with healthy people, uh, accessing people who are affirming of you and reminding you who, of who you are, speaking to yourself in kindness. So that offensive strategy is really, really helpful Yeah. Um, because when the rejections come, because they're going to come, that rejection uh, doesn't land as hard. Uh, or as easily because you already have that sense of wait a second that doesn't fit with my philosophy about myself it doesn't stand with what God says about me so I'm I'm less likely to absorb that rejection and own it as truth about me oh I think that's so good we have to be proactive and to find those people in your life that actually want to build into you that's that's not always it's easier said than done yeah that's the truth mm-hmm. yes and sometimes people shift, uh, you know, as we know, like sometimes we've got people in our inner circle and there are, there are friend and people and the relationship changes and that feels like rejection. I work with a lot of women who are feeling like they've been um, rejected or betrayed by their girlfriends mm. and people in their lives that they thought would be friends forever have made choices against them. And, and that wound is very, very deep. Yeah. Uh, so especially as women, we, our female relationships are so, so deeply rooted in us aren't they and so that, mm-hmm. those can be those can have a far-reaching effect in our lives oh for sure do you think that god can heal a heart that's been rejected i mean is there hope after you know like you you said that your husband you know left after eight, 18 to 20 years i mean do you feel healed now um 
I, it, is the question, does God heal? Can God heal from rejection? Mm-hmm. Or can a person heal from rejection? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I would say, yes, absolutely. We can heal from rejection and, um, and it takes work. There's no question about it. There's, there's a lot of um, emotional labor and heavy lifting involved in healing from rejection. But um, I think that part of the work, of course, is just n- knowing who you are, who God says you are, is part of the work. So when I held up what was said to me and how my, um, my husband at the time behaved against me, and I held that up against what God says mm-hmm. and how God has behaved towards me, there's, there's no comparison between the two. I, I, I believe what, what God says about me. And so when we have been rejected, we can absolutely heal from that when we stop believing the lies yeah. and we start believing the truth. Mm, that's so good. I think that is the case. And, you know, do you have to learn to trust again? Yeah, that is definitely the truth. So I, um, I would say, uh, I often say, you know, there's sometimes we walk with this emotional limp almost, right? When there has been a, a trauma or um, a, a really deep hurt that's happened in our lives. And so we can, we can move from, you know, kind of from crawling to walking. The, the limp is often still there for many, many years. And it, it can show up in our relationships where we, we show up in, um, in relationships with a little bit of like caution or, or suspicion. We think that, you know, I've been rejected before. I'm likely to be rejected again, so we can less be less vulnerable in our relationship. But we do know that uh, vulnerability is the key to connection, and so we want to be able to be connected and emotionally intimate with people. Mm-hmm. But because we've been wounded, that can be a barrier for sure. But it's possible to trust again, working towards trusting, working towards building those connections, um, talking about it with your friend or your partner, whoever you're trying to build that with, noticing yourself withdraw or isolate when maybe you're being called to move forward or deeper into a relationship and, and having that kind of open conversation. It's difficult, but it's definitely doable. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, the the root of it is knowing that God loves you. And mm-hmm. do, is, is there another piece of, okay, maybe I did make some mistakes or are some rejections just flat out, you weren't making mistakes. It just, this person chose a different mm-hmm. path and how do you decipher between the two and how do you wrestle down? Okay. I, I honestly was doing the best I could. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely times where, you know, let's say for example, if you've, you've worked at a job and, and you're, you let go from a job or you've applied for a job or you've worked somewhere and they've let you go for things that have gone wrong or maybe mistakes that you've made. Sometimes we are rejected for things that, that we have, that we have done. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are really, that's just about being honest with ourselves. Like what could I have been done differently? And in my situation, when I look at my marriage, I think, okay, so could I have done certain things different? Of course there, of course there are, we, we all have those things in our relationship. Um, but I think when we really look at it, oftentimes rejections rooted in just a choice from someone and I I say like when we've been unchosen Mm. I think that that being unchosen is uh is something that uh does definitely kind of grab us deep in our soul and it's also something that we have to reflect back on okay could I have done something different moving forward in my next relationship what could I be doing different and sometimes there's nothing yeah my husband told me he said 
you've been a great wife to me. I just Ugh. don't want to be responsible to you or, or for you anymore. Ugh. And there's that sense of bewilderment because then it doesn't make any sense. But now in, in retrospect, we can see that behind the scenes there were other, I was competing with someone and something I didn't even know I was competing with. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's the wrestle too. A lot of rejections have nothing to do with the person who's been rejected. Yeah. Wow. You know, I think uh, I, w- I was looking on your website and you have a boundaries quiz. Talk to us a little bit about boundaries. How do we how do we have boundaries? And, you know, if you've had a big rejection, do you have tighter boundaries after that? Is that natural? It's really yeah. natural. I think walls, we call some, we, we often, I don't have boundaries, I have walls. <laughs> and um, and walls aren't boundaries because, because boundaries tend to be less rigid and less, penetrable so or sorry boundaries boundaries are less rigid and more easily mm-hmm. um penetrated by by choice right we get to choose sure. how to move but a wall tends to be a little bit more um solid so when you've been rejected or you've had a betrayal or an experience with abandonment the, the walls will often go up in relationships i hear often women say to me like that's it i'm i'm off men i'm not i don't want a relationship with another man they're all the same and that isn't that's a wall that's not a boundary and, yeah. um, and so I speak a lot about boundaries in my practice, on my website, because I think when we have healthy boundaries in place, we get to teach people how to treat us. We get to teach people um, how we're, they can, we, we learn how to move within a relationship in a way that honors us and them and, and can respect our own needs and values and theirs as well. And, um, and it's rooted in a desire for connection instead of a desire for disconnection. How should people treat us? What does a healthy relationship look like? We have about, oh, two minutes left. Oh, it's a big question. <laughs> um, you know, right at the root of relationship is this idea of honor and respect and trust and the sense of a mutual exchange of, of, um, of healthy connection and, and emotional intimacy. And so when we have that with someone, we want to, I often say, you know, love is an action word. When I love someone, my actions are going to show that. Words are just words. And Andy Stanley says, love is a race to the back of the line. I love that. It's promoting the other person. It's supporting and endorsing and encouraging the other person. And, of course, as we know, the Bible is so full of fantastic examples of how to love. Jesus was the ultimate lover, and he, he shows us sacrificial, unconditional kindness. And, uh, and I think that when we apply that to our relationships, uh, there isn't room. There isn't room in the relationship for rejection if we're doing what's been modeled for us in the Bible and what we know is the mm-hmm. best way to do it, relationship. Oh, isn't that true? That's, uh, you know, to put the others first and just to show honor. I mean, even in tone of voice, even in uh, listening, uh, there's so many different ways to show that respect and honor. Well, Nicole, we are out of time, unfortunately, but this has been a wonderful conversation. If they want to know more about you, they can go to NicoleLangman.com, and you have a wonderful book there. I I hope that, what about the Rejection Resource Kit? That's another thing that is available on your website. That sounds really wonderful. Awesome, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. You are lovely, beautiful, and such a help today. I, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. If you want to know more, go to NicoleLangman.com. She has so many resources and encouragements for you. Your broken heart, I pray, I agree with you today, that it will be healed. Well, you have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. 
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.